Welcome to another episode of the Crown and College Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noses Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter. I go by Silky Johnson on Instagram and Facebook is like my distant cousin that I don't really claim like that. So good to hell luck, everybody. And um, I don't have no AKAs for tonight. I am joined by... What's going on, everybody? It's the transgender baritone one, the Bianca, aka Tall Bianca XO, on your Twitter feed, aka Tall Bianca JPEG on Instagram. I mean, you can find me on Facebook, I guess. But uh, <laughs> good luck. Send send a message with that Facebook request, cause uh, my people you may know is looking kind of odd. AKA Tell Your Tall Auntie Chico all his around me, aka Firm Handshake, aka Deuce Deuce. AKA, if you got that WAP, I got that guap. Hello, hi. AKA, I got that WAP, but the P stands for something else. It's been a while since we've had a guest on this here show, but, uh, right? you, know, you know, been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a dope guest to step to. So, yes, you want to tell the people That's about two. you? That's two. Okay, I don't have no AKA, so let's just get that out the way. Um, You're doing amazing, friend. You thank you. I wasn't had you told me, I would have thought of something. I saw um, it. I'm Ty, aka Ty High Commodity, aka um I think my Instagram's fine where it's at. Facebook <laughs> definitely don't need to um, he is watching. find me on there either, buddies. Um so yeah, just follow my Twitter. Um I'm super excited to be here. Thanks, friends. You're welcome, Fran. Ty is one of the dopest people that I know. Um, she is out here in these streets, and I thought it would be good to have her on um, because she, <laughs> my friend, has a lot of um, thoughts and words and opinions, and I thought it would be good to have someone on who actually know what the hell they're talking about. Not to be a Bianca stupid, because we're not, but I feel like it would Y'all be... Are brilliant. Thank you for we, we try, friend. We try more so Bianca because I mean, I mean, you you hear how I sound, so good to hear no, me. I mean, you like, I don't know, we've been doing the show almost six years now, and like, not that you've come a long way in that time, but you know, what I mean, like, your 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 voice has certainly evolved, um, you know, your your views on the world have grown more nuanced just as you've departed your early 20s when this shit started, Ooh, and are entering, you know, you're in your late 20s now, um. Oh, no, God, that, now you're making me feel old, nigga. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, y'all, I mean, y'all have but, said that but, I am uh, 75, like, in spirit. So. No, but this is what's supposed to happen. If you stay all the same nigga at 29 or 20, that, that you were at 23, we, like, what have I been doing the past six years, you know? If, you know if I were the same person, you know, even me, you know, I'm 36 now. If I was the same person that I was at 30, you know, here at 36, like how 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 good would I be to the world? And I mean, you know, in my case, my my change was as much physical as everything else. In that, like, I literally came to grips with the fact that I'm trans, and like, you could see, you know, how my body's changed, and how my appearance has changed, and how my self issue, and how my self image has changed, and so forth. Um, but for you, it's been more subtle, and it's been, you know, also more pronounced because, again, like that jump through your twenties. Is supposed to be the most meaningful of your life, like including college, because um, this is when it's like, all right, you out here in the world now, make your decisions. Yeah, yeah, I will tell you, Facebook memories will humble a nigga. 
Because dear God. That's why I didn't get my Facebook out. Because y'all don't need to see that. <laughs> dear God. Ooh, were you uh, were you writing about uh, your swag charge levels? You know what, Facebook Bianca, you go to hell. That's what you do. Okay, <laughs> we do not need to revisit that on this. L- listen, okay, listen. Ty, were you Ty? Were you playfully scolding people for having hair looking like bags of frozen French fries on your Facebook? You know, let's just move on. With the rest of okay, the show. I had the little blonde highlight bang, the bang. Uh, yeah, Jer- Jer- Jeremy would have. Yeah, you would have seen the status from wow. him. Wow, what, what the hell is this? I'll definitely roll my status this... with numbers and capitalized letters and lowercase letters. Oh, child, there's still yeah. people on Twitter that do that shit. Jeremy, <laughs> this is this is this is about how we've evolved, friend. I'm not like I don't. I say none of this to like drag you back down into like making you that person. Mm-hmm. I say it to illustrate. No, like I'm dead ass right now. Like the growth is what he's saying. It's the growth for him. Mm. yeah yeah it's 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 where you were and like where you've gotten to now and like anybody who has known you for the like like i didn't know you back then i just saw that shit on your facebook page and thought it was hilarious um it was hilariously stupid it was but i mean hey sometimes we laugh at stupid things you know whatever but uh like if you were still that person like this podcast would have been like five episodes and i'd have been like i can't really rap this nigga but um (laughs) Right, but no, I couldn't yeah. ride with this. I couldn't ride with I. Well, see, the thing is, niggas who like people who never evolve through their you know mature years, right? Um, they they there's a sort of blissfulness that accompanies that, right? Um, like a friend of mine has a book out, and she wrote about a date that she was on, uh, with the fella, and like in confirming the date, like he sent her like a Donald Duck gift. And then when she confirmed that she was in on it, like he sent another one as his response. So it's like, grow up, like use your words. Um, and then somebody that they knew at this event that they went to was just like unseemly drunk. And yet she, you know, just being annoyed by it, watching, observing them, just be very carefree and very not growing up in what should have been a, hey, we're grown here context um so no, every time i point out like your growth as an individual like i mean that shit like you you grew up like and we should you know more people should aspire to fucking do that you know you can you can think silly or miscast or just straight up wrong things at you know 19 20 21 23 25 but um not to put a oh by 30 you need to be like but no like you just need to show like you're continuously willing to grow and continue to learn and wanting to be a better version of yourself and you've wanted that for yourself you know the whole time i've known you so shout out to you well i thank you yeah take these compliments nigga no but uh, (laughs) i don't do it often i don't do it often breathe that shit in you 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 you're damn right you're damn right. You're damn right on that half of this show. Tenure has been you has been you joning on me. So you know what? You're right. You're damn right. Hey, but at least the, the, hey, the jokes I make are good. Like, it, it, in fairness, yes. I don't. That's I my don't, only thing. Like, you can. I have no issues with people making fun of me. Just make it funny. Make me laugh at the you making fun of me. Right. Not, I'm in the same spot. I'm just like, yo, just be good at it. You know, like. You know, there there are people who you know think that the the humor that they can aim at me and they consider it sufficient is uh, Bianca, you a tranny, and I'm like, damn, like I'm trans. That shit's a fact. Like, so you just using a derogatory term to describe who I am doesn't really doesn't you, really address like 
you there's no humor a, here. You using a slur at me is like, okay, we are at Comet View 90. Okay, woo. Right. Grow up. Anyway, um, we got a lot to talk about on the show. Um, like I said, I don't do that often. I'm lying. I blow this nigga up on that. But um, yeah, we got a full slate of topics. Before we do that, uh, check out FlawlessNoises.com, um, which is where this podcast and all other podcasts on this network are hosted. Uh, we got a little something for everybody. Um, whatever you might be into, we might have a show for you. So check that out. Get into our roster. And if you want to support us, go to flawlessnoises.com, hit that support tab. Um, you can either send just a little cash monetary donation, which you know we always appreciate for the one time, or you can become a patron. Uh, do that at the $5 level, and you will get a whole lot of bonus content. Do it at the $10 level, you'll get all the bonus content. Um, keep your subscription up for a number of months consecutively and we will shout you out on the show um, and or you know ask you hey where can we mail you something through some service other than USPS because they wild in. indeed and be sure to check the link um, we still have the scholarship up, scholarship up in Curtis's name where we are trying to help to Black LGBTQIA students um, during this upcoming um, school year. Um, I know a lot of um, students are returning to school virtually, which my whew, good good the hell look to all. Listen, bless the children, bless the chi- bless the babies, um, and we're trying to bless um, the babies. Two of the babies we are trying to give away two five hundred dollars scholarships to two Black uh, LGBTQIA students. Um, that's so nice. Um, Every little honor, bit helps. That's me how I know. D- hello. Uh, hello. Uh, With the Cam Newton, hello. Um, <laughs> in honor of our dear friend Curtis, um, who was um, openly and proudly black and queer and always gave back um, to his community and wanted to give back to his community. And we love our friend um, and cherish our friend. And we figured that is one of the best ways we can honor his memory. So... Um, share the link. It is. It will be. The link will be in the show notes. Um, it is on the Flawless Noises um, page, uh, flawlessnoises.com. And yeah, help us get this to two students. Um, they don't have to be in a four-year u- university. It can be a community college, in trade school. In, listen, we are just trying to help. It can be a doctoral program. Uh, say it again, Ty. They can be in a, doc- a doctoral program. Uh, yes. They can be in a doctoral program. Listen, I got that somebody part- that I want. I'm a, I'm a connect your with. Bet. Um, See, there yeah, you go. The Boom. Send them the leak, have them fill it out, and yeah, we'll yeah. Okay. We'll get it. See, get look at that. Oh. Look at that. But um, yeah, you know, doc- doctoral books is expensive, and if that five hundred dollars pays for two books, then fuck <laughs> it. I mean, hey. Listen, that, they are um. Listen. A transparent. I want. I think they. I think they have. Either they're a care provider or they're a parent. So I'm helping my friend I'm trying to write a grant for her for school. And then she asked me to look for something like that for her friend. I said, oh, absolutely. Tell me what the demographics were. So my ears are streets. So hopefully they can become eligible. Yeah. Indeed. Because listen, let me tell you something. The book, listen, college, listen, them books be costing rent. Coins. I spent in grad school, I spent my rent on books. Like, like I, do y'all y'all know I'm y'all y'all know I'm poor, right? Like I'm like I'm in here trying to get this degree so I can like not be poor. Like you do know this, right? But anyway, we are trying to give back. You saw the connection there. 
still tell a friend to tell a friend, share it. Again, the link will be in the show description. And with that, speaking of the show, let's get into it. First order of business. Hear you, hear you. We have to celebrate history. We have to celebrate Queen Cardi and Queen Megan making history with WAP. Um, it, it debuts, <clears throat> excuse me, it debuted number one on Billboard Hot 100 with record first week streams. Um, the collaboration is Cardi's fourth leader and Megan the Stallion's second. Um, it blasted onto the Billboard Hot 100s at number one. Um, released August 7th, the song drew 93 million U.S. streams in the week ending of August 13th, according to the Nielsen Music MRC, the most uh, for any track ever in its first week release. Let me read that number again. 93 million U.S. streams. Do That's how many miles we are from the sun, just like in reference. Correct. I love the reference. Correct. Look, I can't how, even far, count look how far WAP goes. Every, if every stream was a mile, we would reach the sun off of what it did in the first week. Right. Which is fucking wild to me. Um, it's, it's weird because when the song came out, I was actually, I was at an event with the youth that day. And um, by the time I opened my Twitter feed, like all of the lyrics were just like, everyone's kind of found their own lyric, right? Kind of like one of those caption yourself. I'm whatever, whatever. Um, so yeah, that shit was meteoric. Um, and I mean, I follow what 700 people, but yeah, like the conversation around that shit was like its own orbit. So shout out to them. Uh, and you know what, while I'm giving them a shout out, like, fuck you to everybody who is talking about that song is going to be responsible for corrupting the youth. Uh, raise your kids and we won't have that motherfucking problem. Right. Like I said, you know, I'm 36. Um, and I was, geez, I don't know, seven or eight when two live crew had literally a band from the, was the band from the U S album. Um, I was five when, um, what's your fantasy came out and that song was raunchy as hell. Yeah. Like the thing is like, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I like, I like WAP, but it ain't even that raunchy to be honest. It's not. We've had worse. We have definitely had worse. Oh, we've, we've had, had worse. Have you we've heard had, of Trina? We've had levels worse. Like yeah. that, like on the radio what? at that. Okay, they didn't even have all these restrictions. Let's be clear. Like, yeah, like like WAP is almost anodyne, like compared to like you know fucking you know pop that pussy or uh, you know shit my neck and my back. Right, another one and that and like. I mean, we don't fuck with her, the person that made it, but I mean. And also, like, the lyrics in that song are, like, top tier whack. Like, that, that, that's, true. that's true. Like, like structurally, like, that song did what it came to do, but let's not act like that shit is, like, the pinnacle of fucking lyrics. No, was it intended to be, but, like, it was popular. People heard yeah. it. People knew it. Um, so, yeah, no. Um, like Shout out to them for making history, and again, go to hell. All of the, all of the white conservative, political pundits who suddenly had time to listen to a black. The people. white conservative political pundits, y'all can go to hell. The men in hip hop, y'all can go to hell. Looking at you, CeeLo Green, nigga, you are. Non-blacks in hip hop can go to hell. Well, talking about women's pussy. Well. And also, all of the men who had weird criticisms 
of it can just shut the fuck up because as a person who don't have a pussy and doesn't aspire for one, um, y'all would be weird as fuck. Like talking about, oh, you know, we can't have the kids listening to this and why the these hoes, right? Why, why <laughs> do you, why do you, why these hoes got to talk about that? And I'm like, what? Like, you listen to dudes talk about all the women they had sex with on on wax. Well, it's different. Oh, it's different because she talking about herself having all the sex she wants to. That what you telling me? It's different because it's not a man doing it. You want to hear a man regale you with stories of people you not fucking? Bet. Mm. Say less. Sounds um, like misogyny to me. Yeah. We're not minding our genitals to me. That too also and as well. Because it's really not that deep. It's not the raunchiest song. It's a song. Ever. You know, niggas just don't like women talking about their bodies in a consensual way. And, you know, that's that's a whole nother topic for another day. People don't like anybody talking about, you know what? That's not what I'm here for. That ain't what I'm here for today. Indeed. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. Again, shout out to Carter. Shout out to Megan, Um, especially to Megan. Like, it seems like Megan... I am, I said it last week and I'm saying it again. I am very happy with all of the love that Megan um, has been getting. Um, that I feel like people with sense have kind of wrapped her, uh, wrapped her in their arms like a, like a, like a Mima hug, um, like a warm mammy titty hug. And mm. I feel like she, she deserves that. And it's good to see all this positivity um, going towards her. Um, especially in light of stuff that has happened with her recently that we may or may not get answers to, but we can pretty much kind of assume and see at, at what it points to is that um, he who shall not be named um, um, assaulted her and shot her. Um, and But we're not here to talk about that thing. We're here to uplift Megan, keep Megan uplifted in light and love and light, and shout out to her and Carter for making history. Speaking of Carter making history, she decided to uh, have an interview. Who was that business with? <laughs> she pulled out that bump and salute, baby. Okay? With the brows to match. <laughs> she decided. Ty, I love you. She decided to have a sit down with uh, presidential Democratic nominee Joe Biden as we are recording this on Monday. It is the first night of the D of the Democratic uh, Convention, uh, which I'm quite sure I'm thankful that we're recording and I'm not on the timeline to see you niggas argue, which we will get to in a second. Uh, but yeah, Carter sat down with Joe. Uh, she had a lot of things to ask him, a lot of things to say, um, including that of healthcare for all, racial inequality, racial justice. Um, she, the thing with Carter is like. Duality, right? Because like she can make a song like WAP and then like also like sit down with a fucking presidential nominee and ask the hard hitting questions. Like you have to stand the duality. And this has always been Carter. Like she, you know, not Lord knows she ain't always got it right, <laughs> but she right. has always been consistent. Like she loves politics, she loves history. This she might want to do something in Congress once she's finished with her musical career. And this was, honestly, regardless of how I feel about Joe, and trust me, we will get to how I feel about Joe in a little bit. Um, I love this for Cardi more so than anything. 
Yeah, I would. See, Somebody made a great point. Oh, go ahead, Bianca. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Jump, jump in. I was just about to be very general, but go ahead on. Somebody made a great point today that the level of scrutiny that Cardi, uh, I appreciate having the floor because I like saying I yield the floor anyways. Um, <laughs> You're an amazing friend. Thank you. But somebody, they were like, you know, where's the level of scrutiny over what Cardi is doing on a political platform as they have over her body? And people have not had think pieces or the the read all about it. And it is, you know, it's even furthering the point, the, the real point where people just wanted to ask them to talk about another woman's pussy instead of thinking about the duality and thinking about the ability. Like, you, you try to frame Cardi into this very linear image and mm-hmm. what the bitch do a week later? What the bitch do a week? She put on her business wig. She got her business brow. The baby had on a blazer. I ain't seen her in a blazer before. Have right? You? I was like, is this, card, did, is this Cardi or fucking Hillary Clinton? Yeah, um, did, did she, I don't think she wore a blazer for the, for the Bernie interview, right? No. No, she didn't. No, I want to say didn't. she had on a, um, I think she did pull out her bob. You know, the girls love a bob. Yeah, she had a bob. We went to the courthouse. They pull out that bob, and I love it. Mm, the business wow. bob. is like The like business bob. <laughs> you know whose business bob still sits with me to this day? Who that? China. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Did China ever get her coins? I don't know. That lady was supposed to get her money. What's that white woman's name? I'm gonna look it up. Um, um shit, 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 shit. Um, I, I know who you're talking about because she, because she was fucking representing every goddamn body. I know who you're talking about, but the name escapes me. Me too. We'll figure it out later. But we'll well, yeah, we'll or maybe we won't. Who knows? But uh, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, to Cardi because she, because she got the range. She has the range, and it's and it's not like she's like only asking really fucking surface level boilerplate ass questions and accepting shitty answers. Like she be getting after in these yeah, interviews. And- like I read that I didn't watch the uh, interview, but I did read it, you know, cause they had a transcript. Cause yeah. I mean, I'm being honest, Joe kind of was giving some real generic ass answers, which I mean, it's powerful course because it's fucking Joe Biden. Uh, but Cardi wasn't having that. She was like, okay, I see, but what about this? And I love that. Like, that's what we, listen. And I mean, we can probably segue into this here. If you are going to talk to these niggas and give these niggas your vote, ask these niggas hard hitting questions. Press these niggas. And obviously I'm using niggas gender inclusive and friendly here. Hold these niggas accountable. Don't just be, don't just be like, okay, he's not Trump. Get him out. Like also, yes, get him out, but also press this nigga. Right, that's not the end. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we, we you know, going to have these four years or whatever amount of time he serves um, with him in office, and it's up to us to know what he's going to do. How, how, how tight is he sticking to his plan? And if he's facing obstructionists, what can we, the people, do to elevate the words to get people to tell their senators to stop? Because that's not the thing, right? Like, I I did a thing a while ago where I called another state senator and they were like, yeah, what city are you calling from? And I was like, uh, Portland, Oregon. They were like, great, thanks. And they just kind of hung up. And I'm like, I don't think that's how that's supposed to end. No. Um, no. no, it is not. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that that's how that's supposed to end. That ain't how that works. 
Yeah, they, they ask you what city you're from, and they, you know, they follow up questions or whatever. Um, but no, like, as soon as I mentioned, I'm not calling from where you're, because um, obviously you don't, you don't talk directly to that person. You talk to, like, you know, their assistant or somebody in their office or whatever, but very rarely do, like, you directly speak to that individual. Um, and they're taking notes, they're scribing, basically, and saying, hey, like, this is what, you know, you got 15 calls about this issue. You got... 55 calls about, you know, the smoking ban or, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, as soon as I said, I was calling from Portland, Oregon, they were like, all right, bye. Like, okay, girl, <laughs> Which, clear. I, I ain't like it, but I respected the energy, you know. I was like, yeah, you know, they, 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 they treated you like a bill collector. Right. Like they, I, and I get it, you know, because again, I, I got my own goddamn senator to call. My senator was already like, the way I was looking for this thing to be voted for, like my senator was already like in favor of. So I was okay. doing that whole thing where it's like, oh, you, you know, you call, you know, such and such person who might be the swing vote on this. Um, and that's what I did. And that's when I learned uh, you got to have, <laughs> you got to have a city <laughs> that that person serves in, in your back pocket to fucking really make it uh, drive home. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to have commissions to make it do what to do. So I learned, you know, like, but that's the thing, right? Like, again, this, 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 this movement, such as it were, you know, hundreds of years in does not stop at the voting box. And I mean, MLK didn't like, didn't advocate for that. Um, Malcolm X didn't advocate for that when he, you know, flipped his uh, presentation. Um, You know, Garvey didn't, John Lewis didn't, none of them we're like, oh, all you got to do is vote and you're good. So when people tell you that, like, tell them to shut the fuck up and get out here and figure out which way to hold the goddamn hammer because there's so much more work to do. So much more work to do. Indeed. And it's not, Go ahead. No, I was actually finna segue you in, Ty. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have Ty on here because the discourse, if you want to fucking call it that, <laughs> um... Since, <laughs> whew, child, uh, since Kam- Joe announced that Kamala was his running mate, has been uh, piss poor to say the least. And before I throw it to Ty, let me tell you something. I, it, and it's a good thing Bianca was talking about how basically how stupid I used to be when I was younger, because I, I used to be a vote or shut up. Uh, you're shaming your ancestors. If you don't vote, you don't get to complain, ass nigga. Mind you, the first person I could actually vote for was fucking Obama. So, because I'm 29 now. Um, yeah, so you would have, yeah, you would have, so yeah, minus 12 would have been 17. Minus 12 would have been 08. Yeah, so yeah, that, yep. That was my first time voting. And my stupid head ass, I thought I had all the answers. As most head ass kids at that age think they do. Not all of them, because I mean, some of them actually have their head on straight hair. Some of them are actually out here leading these protests that y'all ain't, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, yep, I organize with some of them every week. There you go. But yeah, I was very much a that that person, right? Like that person that is yelling and barking and screaming at people um, about voting um, and using shame and things of that nature. And I was like in my early 20s. The fact that some of you niggas are like in your 30s and doing the same shit that I was in my early 20s doing, I don't know whether to laugh or be sad. And honestly, I want to do both. 
because I feel like it is coming from a place of privilege. And I know like thinking, oh, then privilege, what, huh? But hear me out. If you just show up at the poll and don't do nothing else and you don't, on you aren't you aren't on the ground with people who are either apathetic or apprehensive or don't believe in their power of voting or don't believe in the system of voting, which there is very very valid reasons to 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 so. Um, if you're not organizing with people, if you're not organizing with community, if you aren't like Bianca said, like with the youth, if you aren't doing supporting grassroots organizations, you know, your local activists, you know, calling your senators, damn near harassing your senators about the things that they vote for and about the things that's on the table, that's nothing but your own ego. And I feel like, and I can recognize that because I used to be that person. I would go cast my vote and then not do a damn thing after that. And thought I had all the answers. And I recognize that in so many people because I used to be that person. And I thought it would be wonderful to have Ty on here because the, Ty is someone who I've known for such a long time, a uh, lover. She's one of my dearest friends. She be out here in these streets. Like the things that y'all take for granted and yell and bark at people, she actually be out here in the streets with these people. She know what the hell she's talking about. So with that said, friend, I know you got a whole bunch of notes. Just wherever you want to start, just go. <laughs> Okay, so one, um, you know that I'm a therapist. I wanted to give us just a time to be mindful of the space that we're in. I think that a lot of our anxiety when it comes to anxiety, high-level emotions, comes from just the stress that's happening in our world. And I do want to take some time just to give us a chance to breathe. It's Monday, you know, um, the start of a week. And this is going to be a, a deep topic because it does bring up a lot of emotions. So I just want to give about like 30 seconds just to deep breathe. I don't know if that's too long. Um, Come on, 30 seconds? I don't know if it's too long. I know because I don't. I know it's time, but like just to make sure that people are present with themselves. Just sometimes we just don't sit still. Um, so yeah, just 30 seconds. Yeah, no, we got a we got a limited time on the staff. If we got okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't want. I didn't want to. You know, that's something I said, like, let's just talk about that. Like, during this time, you know, you can count. I'll start my countdown for 30 seconds. I'm looking at my timer. Um, but just All right, we're going to start on three, two, two one. So, yeah, I just wanted that to just take place for, um, one, life is stressful, number one. We have a pandemic going on. We are on the verge of another recession. Um, This is the second one I'm seeing in my lifetime, and I'm an adult now, so it's a little different. Um, And then, two, I think that the combination of all of those things and life, because life has not stopped just because we are in the house. Life is still going um people do need to to learn just to give yourself a couple of moments to yourself even if it's 30 seconds 
But when we're talk, when I what really have brought on this conversation um, between Jeremy and another friend of ours was because there were a lot of punching down on the timeline, um, and I'm not even just single-handedly on Twitter. I saw it on Instagram. I saw it on my Facebook, and I was really taken aback because it's the same cycle every four years, and we have local elections, which takes place in between that time, and I never see this level of discourse. And most of us are still voting in our local elections, even if it's not necessarily for the same position around the same election cycle. Um, And those are the things that really impact what our four year is going to look like. And so for me, I, as I was telling you all before we started recording, like I like to meet people where they are. Um, but, and again, everyone, I am a social worker. I organized for a nonprofit out here for a little over a year. Um, I actually was an organizer during the um, gubernatorial, I can't ever say that word, gubernatorial um, election during the Stacey Abrams and Governor Camp. Um, so my responsibility was to go into black hair and nail salons and educate them on how to vote. Um, show them where their polling station was, pull up their sample ballot, um, verify that they were registered. If they weren't registered, get them registered, as well as, you know, if they were interested in the organization that I was working with to sign up to become, you know, just a supporter, an advocate, or even volunteer if they were interested. Um, I'm passionate about equitable and accessible mental health spaces. Um, I love lobby days. I'm passionate about fair wages. there, there's so many things that I could go on just about where my interest in lies. So that also involved me really becoming educated on what it means to vote. And the thing that I think people are glossing over um, with, I want to give them credit for having genuine intention, is that it's a right. And a right means that you have a choice to participate and to not participate. And there's a lot of people who believe that bullying and shaming and being abrasive is the way to get buy-in. And that's just not how life works. Um, you cannot come at individuals, your peers, um, eligible voters, and request buy-in by yelling, request buy-in by shouting, request buy-in by shaming, request buy-in by saying, don't don't talk to me if you don't vote, Um, you know, all these things, because the last time I checked, you don't get people to do what you want to do by being mean to them. You know, I, I maybe I'm in another world, but I definitely know I get more things with sugar than I do salt. So Hello. be mindful Thank about you. how I engage with individuals, especially if I want them to hear me out. I'm going to deliver that message in a way that I believe is perspective. And I'm most importantly going to start with that message from where they're at. So, and then, you know, Jeremy talked on this too, where we're discussing how we're being civically engaged um and if it does or does not stop at the polls and do people know how to be civically engaged because there are some people who really don't know there are some people that don't that you can call your representative email them tweet them now and say hey this is the bill that i need you to to vote for you need to be voting in this favor i'm one of your supporters and if you don't if you don't um swing your vote in a way that's in favor of what my position is, I will make sure that you're not reelected. Like, you know, that, that is an avenue. And there are so many other avenues. Um, I tweet often that we all have a role in our movement. Um, Something that I like to touch on is when we look 
back at where we came from and what I mean by look back, look at previous organizers, not just the civil rights movement, but Marcus Garvey, looking at other leaders and what they did. And the one thing that people, I think, misconstrue is the amount of collectivism that is there. We look at a place from lack versus looking where we're at. Where do you align yourself with like-minded individuals and how do you leverage that power? So why would I yell at somebody, right, who is not where I'm at right now? Yes, I've done my due diligence in trying to convince them in a way that is presentable to them, that is concise, that could appease them. And then they said they, they don't. Okay, I don't need to spend more of my time trying to make, shame them for making the decision that that supports their quality of life and what they decide they want to do in this movement. But I do move my position forward by working with people who do have the same ideologies, who do want to have the same things and boosting their mission. So in a long way, why would I be focusing on somebody who's not the same shit I'm on? Why am I trying to spend a lot of time harassing them because that's what it comes down to like you're you're harassing people you're yelling you're you're wanting to be heard and to be seen and to and to feel superior because this is a decision that you've made versus respecting where that person is at and providing an alternative and i can tell you now i know for a fact that the people who are yelling about voting have never worked a poll have never door knocked have never registered people to vote have never assisted individuals voting do not attend their town hall meetings do not leverage their civic duty, do not attend protests, do all of those things because you cannot speak from this place of high and mighty if you are checking off two things. That's just my opinion because I walk the talk. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Like, not to cut you off, I like, and I said, I said it before, like, I have never seen someone who does the things that you listed, things that I know, like you said, you have walked the talk and uh, walked the walk, and I've seen you do it. And like, I've never seen someone who does that talk down to people the way I've seen people on social media do like honestly ever since 2016 to be perfectly honest yeah and you know like I think you know before there was there was some level of like superficial unity right where it was like Mm -hmm. you know we're black we appreciate sort of the historical relevance of electing a black president we generally are all just kind of on the same page there wasn't a whole lot of nuance about it right sort of post-presidency people kind of reviewed were like whoa he did some things in like the foreign affairs department that we should not look at favorably and maybe he could have done more for different groups of people here in the u.s um and then also acknowledging well he did have an obstructionist uh congress to deal with they literally earned the nickname the party of no during his presidency right um yes so there were limitations and you you have to you have to not leave any of that out in having these very important discussions because, because, and again, I'm making sure to get tautology here, but the discussions are important. Um, and the more important something is, the more you have to very deeply explore it, the more you have to attack it from every angle possible. And I don't mean attack yeah. as in like go on the offensive at, but you got to consider and you got to acknowledge and you got to be considerate of a long list of things that makes an experience or an outcome or a circumstance what it is exactly too often in these 280 character you know moments in the fucking i said what i said era where people think that their words infallible um or without critique despite the fact that we're on the internet and like not even not even like armchair fucking critiquing people but like 
if I'm going to say something, like I'm the type of person where like, if I'm going to say something and I want to use a particular word to convey it, I'm going to go look up that word and see if it means what I think it means. Because it might sound good in the sentence, but like, you know, I can't, uh, for, for example, like I can't use the word vituperative um, if I don't know what it means. Just because, <laughs> just because it, it <laughs> just because it, it sounds like it might be the right thing, right? I might be like, ah, oh, you know, these people are real vituperative in their zeal about voting, and it's like that word means bitter. Like that's <laughs> that's not the right that's not the right context to apply that word. People weren't bitterly voting; they were eager to, they were excited about it. Um, you know, so like even again, using just like one word, like within the thought, if you, you know, if you're like me and you're trying to fucking flex or whatever, um, or if you just have the range in that way, you you enjoy usage of non-traditional English words. You like going above and beyond and painting a more colorful photo. Um, that's fine. But what I, what I find is like a lot of, dismissal of not even the aggressive but just like the other basically right like Mm -hmm. not you know somebody who you know like I'll sit and I'll talk with them face to face for 20 minutes and like they'll walk away feeling like yo like me and that person like we're aligned like we believe in a lot of the same things and so on and so forth but because the approach might be slightly different or because again like I'm I'm not the you know whatever you say I agree ass motherfucker in this dynamic and it's something you're passionate about like they position me as like enemy online you know um like I've seen people who I know like used to get along great um fall apart during this here election season and I'm talking before Biden picked Kamala I'm talking before Biden became the presumptive nominee like just in the fact finding uh, session of it all where people were just flying a little too close to the sun getting way too aggressive and it's like you you can't be comporting like this and telling me that you work with community I fucking refuse to believe that like if you talk to community like this, like if you talk to somebody operating a snack table or a fucking medic tent, the way you just talk to somebody on Twitter, the internet, like I, I don't, it don't track, you know, like, you and know, that's too, yeah. And what you, you know, that's we can say, weird. go ahead. No, we can say, you know, well, who I am on Twitter isn't really who I am as a person. Like I'm different offline or I, I communicate differently. We can say those things, but like, when you're talking about just structural, just like how you communicate like a thought or a series of thoughts and you tell, and like I watch you just wild combative online with just anybody who again, isn't opposing you, isn't like diametrically opposite you, but it's just other than your exact laser point approach and you're flying off at the handle motherfucker this and you know, cancel that and da 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 all these other things. And this isn't the case where I'm like being like a white bread motherfucker using like like just straight up dismissing the idea of canceling somebody out of hand. I think it's very useful, but I don't think it's useful when people employ it to obstruct literally everybody who just operates slightly Different. differently than them in really 
insignificant margins when the greater goal is still very much like the same common ground. Everything you said was spot on. Um, and that was something that I actually had in my notes too. It, if you're trying to get someone to support the candidate that you're passionate about and you're a representation of them, is your behavior something that you would want to buy into? How are you, how are you selling this candidate? Because we just in, had this conversation like back in the, yesterday. Back in the mirror. Yes, exactly. Sell you to you. Sell, yes. like, sell you to you. And then on top of that, you know, why are you trying to trigger such a visceral reaction that could potentially and clearly has led to more conflict? Then trying to meet someone where like, okay, what are your concerns? What are some things that I can provide you facts on? I have really yet to see people address what it looks like to suppress votes in these conversations and where that where we are with it right now and that's frustrating because that's a key component to voter apathy like when i tell you a lot of times when i would talk to people who didn't want to vote they would talk about you know every time i try to go to vote my polling station changed um this happened this happened this experience i don't have all day to wait you know they're they're just first of all i I live in Brookhaven. I told um, Jeremy this. So for those who are in Atlanta, other she from Buckhead, I guess, you know, we can call it that, whatever. Um, <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, whatever it is today. But I, when I, I have voted in every election since I moved here in 2015. And I have watched my precinct, which is a predominantly white precinct, because the houses over here are ridiculously priced. Um, and since but Brookhaven has expanded where the jurisdiction is into more Latinx prominent areas and more diverse areas going into towards Decatur. I have seen my precinct change. We're now down to eight machines. How, baby? I waited in line since, since 2018. Every When it's a major election, I'm waiting in line two hours. Even major elections prior to that, I was never waiting in line that long. And when we're talking about elections matter, elections matter, all of them matter if voting matters to you. If voting is something in how you exercise your protest, your radicalism in, 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 in alignment with other collective efforts, then it's, it's all elections matter. And when people try to speak on like, these are hierarchy than others, yes. I, let me be very clear, like, no, I don't want another... I don't want another couple of years with that white man, okay? Um, the one with the ball hair whose wife don't like him. I, I don't want no more. That description no more years is hilarious. Yeah, right. yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm good on that. Um, I'm good on the people that he's put in place. We have seen how quickly and effectively he's been able to undo and answer so many policies that are harmful. Uh, we've seen how it's provided a, an increased level of comfort to bigots who already existed to feel more proud in their ignorance and their disrespect. They ain't done it with me. Let me be fucking clear. They ain't, ain't nobody sitting about out of pocket to me. They got the right one. If they could <laughs> But, I, you know, we, I always see it online. You know, I always ask, 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 and I know that we have a lot more access to each other. So who, who's to say that these things, we already know all these things are already happening. We just can record them in a lot more frequency. But again, we're like glossing over so much where you're trying to beat down on black voters when black voters historically show up. And yeah. that is ridiculous to me. Black voters 
don't need to be pandered. The aunties and grandmas and grandpas, they're going to be there. They're going to get up early. They're going to get dressed. They're coming. They're ready. Um, even what we got, we got boomers, gen- millennials, X and Z, right? That's, that's all, everybody that's alive right now. Yeah. We show up. X shows up. Millennials, some of us show up. Zoomers, this is going to be their first time having an opportunity to. Um, and, and again, why are you punching down on the people who show up? And why are we not having constructive conversations that are solution oriented that make people feel empowered? Because that's also what my position was as an organizer. When we're done with this conversation, I need you to be empowered. I need right. you to feel that you, I need you to know that you have this power. And let me list all the ways that you have this power. Let me show you the collective things that you can do in addition to your vote that you can participate in outside of election season. It doesn't just have to be in May or November. It could be in July. It could be February. Right. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, and and that work is so multifaceted, right? Like it it doesn't it doesn't all have to be like the civic engagement variety where it's specifically no. like, you know, who you're trying to elect and then like the people of the city. It doesn't have to be that that direct pipeline all the time. It could be in mutual aid efforts. It could be in blocking like, evictions, eviction relief, like pro like it is so much, you know, supper parties, right. To, you know, for, for that same purpose, uh, right. you know, it's, it's organizing, um, you know, off season play dates at the park, you know, for, you know, okay. The local, local team had their football season. It came to an end. Let's make a day where they go throw the ball together for a couple hours and see mm-hmm. each other and hang out. You it's know? community. It's, it's, it's all things within your community. It's all yes. efforts with that imp- empower and enhance your quality of life and 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 yeah none of it you know at that point again you're not talking about the the politics of it all but the personal is political right because in doing those things in being involved in that like you you learn a particular sense of empathy literally for anybody else who benefits from that event in any way for instance um there was a group of my peers who used to go feed the homeless under the bridge every Saturday morning at like 8 a.m. Uh, this was the I-10 bridge that cut through a part of New Orleans that used to be like black thriving and I was just kind of like rinky-dink. Um, thank you, urbanization. But uh, under this part, under this bridge where a lot of houses folks live, they would set up tables and they would have ice chests with like the cold waters and Gatorades on deck and they would do hot food for them um, and fruit and you know, things they could take with them on the go. And then my job put me on Saturday morning, so I couldn't go anymore. My mom stepped in and started doing it. Beautiful. Beautiful. And, and like, that's, those are things that matter because I feel, because I put, put it like this, you can't say that those things, those type of things aren't, you know, quote unquote, as impactful, or don't matter when you would beg your politicians to do the exact same thing. Exactly. Right. We were not, we weren't like, we, we, we didn't have the, the capacity to house the houseless, unfortunately, you know, because that, that's, a, that's an urban issue that needs to be addressed at a much larger scale. But what we were able to do is one day a week at a set time for a few hours a day. And like it turned into, oh, shoot, like, you know, one of the brothers came through the last couple of weeks and had no shoes. Like we're going to bring him some, we're going to bring him some sneakers. We're going to bring him some socks, you know. Uh, one of the fellas said, oh, he's about to, you know, get transitioned into like a job skills program. We're going we're gonna to bring a barber out. We're going to cut his hair. And 
you know, make sure he's fresh for the interview. Somebody's going to work with him on, you know, practicing how to talk about himself, you know, for the interview. Um, wasn't like the biggest ass job in the world, but it was something, some way to establish some kind of cash flow for him, get him back on his feet, you know. Can you know they they again this group of people just feeding them didn't have the capacity to do everything but they could do something have the capacity else. to do something yeah and I and think, uh, and it immediate change like not waiting for anybody to pass a bill or waiting for anything to go through house like mm-hmm. immediate impact and change yeah help helping helping people get by the best way you can with what you got exactly and I feel like so much of that is lost and part of it you know so. You know, the generation the three of us are in gets blamed for everything under the fucking sun, but a lot of it is, you know, the, the year I was slated to graduate college, 2006, um, we, we had a lot of people graduate and then basically get told right away, congratulations, you're mediocre. Wow. Right. Game, the game changed, right? Mm-hmm. It was just, oh, you got a degree? Bitch, I got 700 applicants with degrees in here. What do you do? Like, what, what makes you special? Why should I What's even your connection? And then a year later, the recession started. And then two years later, the recession was bailed out. Two years later after that was Occupy. Like, this has been all of these very wide-ranging hurdles for, you know, my peer group, my, my school-aged peer group to progress through such that we lost a lot of that sort of, like, oh, you know, oh, so-and-so is a, you know, they work at the at the bank and on weekends they coach the kids baseball team you know whatever um yeah i dare say i got lost yeah go ahead i dare say that that was intentional like you know not to put on my tinfoil hat but like by the powers that be because i mean think about 5g connecting (laughs) oh man it's fucking everything up but like when you think about how much emphasis um because I think I think of a tweet, um, I think of a tweet that one of my uh, that one of my followers uh, said a long time ago. Aaliyah, she was like, "It would be one thing if people were advocating for voting and a sense of community and supporting or grassroots organizations and community organizing, but you can tell when it's strictly on, focusing on the former and not the former and the latter." And I think my point is like it's such an emphasis put on voting and just that, that. and where it's like if we you know if you just show up at the poll a, a prime example like the poll is the mat like bitch you you raining motherfucking money at that bitch you just would right. like, world. like i'll give you a perfect example here that here me and ty both can attest to shit look at motherfucking keisha lance bottoms and I put on, I put, oh, I went on a rant. I wish it was in that thread, to be honest. <laughs> like, Ooh. mama, like when the protest yeah, was... Like, give, give, give us a summary. Let's, let's hear it. Let's talk about it. So the real reason, the, the reason why I had sparked the conversation between the three of us, Jeremy, our friend Mink, and I, was because people, people who are, I want to make sure I'm saying her name right. It's Kamala, correct? Kamala, yeah. Kamala, okay. yeah. Like the punctuation been, mark and then like, yeah. I, I've been calling that lady Kamala, so I want to Same. Um, <laughs> and I thought it was, I thought it rhymed with Pamela. You know, me too. So, yeah, I was like, but oh. Okay, so yeah. Kamala Harris. Um, I can appreciate what she represents and what previous generations can admire and feel hope and and 
um, galvanize behind and still provide critique. And there's a lot of people on the internet who take that level of critique as anti-blackness, as bashing, as where somehow black politicians are above critique. They do it with Obama. They did it with Kathleen Reed. They do it with Keisha. Keisha, that that woman. Um, mm-hmm. sure she can <laughs> She's my fucking star, and she can still kiss my ass. But um, and the reason why I bring it up is because. Black politicians can cause harm. <laughs> like yes, yeah. I don't, I don't understand how that notion is lost on us. I don't understand why. Especially when Kamala literally had. I'm sorry, I, Kamala. It, it, it's getting used to it, yeah. Because yeah. one, one thing I'm gonna jump in here real quick about her name in particular is that it is specifically like Indian subcontinent, right? Like which is where her mom was from. Um, and oh, they just they they just say those six letters differently than we do here on the mainland, but I think on some level, like you know, we we owe it to us to acknowledge and respect that. But at the same time, like I don't think the mistake is made in jest, you know, or like trying to like fuck with her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there there are people who don't give a fuck how to pronounce her name. They just want to call, call it whatever, it. right? But uh. You know, like, yeah, we, you know, we apologize about it. We try to get it right and then we keep moving, you know. But yeah, yeah. continue. Back to you. Yeah, continue, Ty. Oh, um, no, y'all look fine. We here to share the floor. But, um, really... oh, by the way, um, <laughs> Keisha Lance Bottoms <laughs> went to FAMU. She did. <laughs> you need to leave me alone. <laughs> Okay, you trying to bully me? <laughs> that video wasn't even real. Fun fact: it was actually pre-recorded, and I was very disappointed that I spent a lot of my day making that account to be nasty, and it wasn't even real. You hate to see it. I did. I was like, "Wow, people really be scamming on the internet," so it like kind of turned me off. It, tr- it, tr- it truly be your own niggas. It do be your own niggas. They was professionals. They was professional. They were actually tr- true professionals, and that shit was a scam. But anywho, um, so a great reference that I love to use and I use in my little rant was Kasim Reed. Everybody loved Kasim Reed. Kasim yep. Reed can still have this very positive and powerful reputation because black male mayor, black male mayor, right? Even though the city of Atlanta has had several black male mayors, but you know, whatever. Kasim mm-hmm. um, Reed laid the foundation and essentially like pulled the trigger for our west side and south side of Atlanta to not be black anymore. By rebuilding yeah. that stadium, by tearing down the Georgia Dome and creating these partnerships with the owner of Home Depot and NABA, they already catch developers' eyes, right? And that side of town is where Morris Brown is, is where the AUC is. Yep. And where plenty of black residents who have been black residents for decades are being pushed out the same way at the where the old Ray Stadium is Oof. allowing yeah because uh, Lowry runs right into that right or is yes. it, mm-hmm. yeah yes and uh, Lowry does run right into it and where my problem is and um, Keisha was endorsed by Kasim she they were like it, I was heavily watching that election. 
because there was she was there was a point where she was trying to um be present for a photo op to take credit from another city councilwoman who fought really hard to get a Kroger and on the south side and that like during the campaign both her and Christine had like showed up to the essentially the ribbon cutting trying to act like they had a um a positive role in that effort and they Christine actually had voted against it um Mm -hmm. and that's also you know let's go back to voting a little bit is where people like you can it it takes effort it takes diligent effort to follow up and it's it's not glamorous it's not fun like it can be very much tedious and annoying to see who the individual that you elect and where their voting records are and what they're doing and you can yeah. you can call them motherfuckers like i saw who the fuck you voted for i ain't if you don't go back and do this isn't this but if we're having a, a very genuine conversation all them niggas have a price and the moment that they win an election somebody is knocking at their door with an endorsement check for their next election and that's where the, the bottom line falls. So that's why I don't get mad at niggas not wanting to participate. Because I already know what it looks like. I know that it's rigged. I know that it's, it, we, we are not billionaires. We cannot, we can do a lot. I will never in, minimalize the effort that the, the, the average citizen has. But I don't have a billion dollars. I'm not, right. I, don't, I don't have that level of social capital or actual capital or influence. The same way that these other initiatives that back these certain bills and that benefit and profit, like, Y'all, like, niggas think that the billionaires made that much money during COVID by mistake. There were things that allowed for them to profit in that way. There are policies that allow for them to go on tax, to, to capitalize off of hardship. And when we critique that, like, you have to be realistic. Like, the society didn't change just because a Black woman is on the ticket. Like, right. our barriers didn't dis- disappear because a Black woman's on the ticket. And that's where people be blowing me because they were like, yo, like, I am a an activist and an advocate in the sense that I don't need anyone to lead me. I lead by my own volition. I lead by my what things that feel right to me and that honor me and I support causes that do that. I'm not looking for somebody to come and be my savior. I'm not looking for somebody to come and galvanize me because Hallelujah galvanizes herself, baby. I don't care about my people because it's the right fucking thing to do because I couldn't see myself and my life not serving them in any possible way. And it makes me feel good. I don't need nobody to tell me that. I don't need nobody to provide me no literature. I can research the literature on my own. But I love when people share their books because they always bring me something that I've never read before or didn't even think to research. But community again, you know, there are... Bianca, you talked about it. Like There are so many immediate need causes like niggas don't got access to get their medication you can't wait on no policy to con- to get them to the pharmacy niggas need groceries now people can't leave their house like you can you can put that out of like hey i'll go pick up some things for you like there are so many things that you can do within your action instead of argue and you can share those ideas yeah. i i don't gain shit i'm saying well i'm doing this nigga so y'all ain't shit Right. right. I think that's the one thing also that really annoys me when I want to say like more and I'm not using this as a pejorative, but like more radical thinking black people, more like leftist black people, you know, or people, black people that just do not with good goddamn reason just do not believe in the system and you know what it represents what it is how long it does take for change you know significant change to happen if it's going to happen like ty said like because um one one thing always pops up one question what, well what do you suggest well what do, what are you going to do well what do you think what's we your alternative what's yeah, your, what? bitch i don't gave right. you a whole list 
Yeah, that's the other thing, like the the disingenuousness. Like people say, well, people do a lot of talking about not voting, but they don't never provide no solutions or alternatives. Yes, they do. You just don't want to hear them. Right. And I need My whole niggas thread, to be- what I do. Listen. What I do. And the thing is, like, it's it's like it's just like you said, like people they they will ignore what you say to confirm that bias that states that oh this person just doesn't and like his and so here's my thing if it's somebody you're unfamiliar with yeah like you know hey you know have you have you spoken on this before because it there are like some bad faith actors let's not get it twisted like especially Ooh. in in this age of twitter with the bots and everything else the the fake black people and shit like you can only know but so much but like if it's somebody who you know multiple people that you follow also fucking interact with retweeting them on your timeline have it have you got familiar to them um assume like take them at good faith that they at least have one or two things that they've spoken about that they do or whatever now if it's right. one of these niggas that got twelve thousand followers and follow eleven thousand and then you click that shit and that shit says not followed by anyone you're following yeah ask all the motherfucking questions and watch the bot break I get Don't watch it. the bot break. I like that. But a lot of folks do that to literally anybody who, you know, expresses um, right. like just I, some, some level of disillusion with the system or whatever. Because yeah, or, and, or dissent. You know what I'm saying? Like dissent, anger, disappointment, frustration. Like the fact that, and like I say, 2016 all over again, like the fact that so many black people who agree that the system is broken, who agree that the system is flawed, who agree that the system ultimately does not serve to progress anybody, let alone fucking blackness. The fact that so many black people agree with that, but yet will shame, will talk down, will punch down, will honestly go full white supremacist to other black people for anger, for dissension, for frustration for abstinence for choosing to be more community focused rather than being system focused it's it's hard it's disappointing it's very disappointing and it's also again i know that the reason why i said you know we needed that moment of silence is because i i i saw it i saw in the beginning of covid like where people were getting antsy and they were the arguing, the, the way that things would take off in arguments definitely increased. And I was like, okay, this is going to be a theme. Cool. I get people are mad. They're displacing their anger. You know, this is making them feel a little bit comfortable. But again, like, our fucking Congress is on vacation right now. <laughs> and they didn't give no money. Again. To nobody. They're on vacation. They're on vacation again. Like they, the niggas just yeah. went on vacation. The niggas just went on vacation. They literally was like, "Oh, we can't figure it out. We'll we'll see you after Labor Day." People are getting evicted. So that is enough alone to say fuck voting for them because I I voted, and look what the fuck is going on. And what I put in that little like, I'm I'm all for burning the building down and calling my my elected official. I'm for whatever the fuck niggas is on. Let me be really clear. Like, I'm going to support all the things because I know that (laughs) as long as I can contribute and I contribute collectively to what people have decided is where we're moving at, 
I'm doing something positive. And even if I'm making small efforts, I'm still doing something positive. And people act like you can't do multiple things. It, yep, that's the one right there. Like, people act, they act like you can't do multiple things. Like, I'm a, I am going to vote, everybody. Let me be clear. I'm going to vote because that's what I want to do. I'm, still, I'm going to work the polls because that's what I want to do. I'm currently working on my, with my friend right now on how to educate people and to become aware of all the stipulations and practices to, cre- to put in an active absentee ballot and to ensure that it gets casted because that's what I want to do. I'm also going to continue to share other resources for people to utilize to find efforts within their community. Like somebody today was talking about they wanted to find a nonprofit. People like to reinvent the wheel because they like that CEO title, which is great. But then I promise you there's already an organization in your community that's probably working with what you want to do. And you can support them. You can boost them. You can volunteer. Like we all have roles. Niggas had like, it was, I'm in this chat called The Wave. um, And when niggas was rioting, I ain't never seen so many black Republicans in my life. And I'm like, what the fuck do you do? Yo, fam. I ain't never seen that shit before. And I'm like, yo, what do you do? What have you done to feel like you have a position right now to critique? Right? Is this your business? You you their broker for the insurance? Is this your money? Okay, so what's, 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 what's going on? Is this your man's? This, this, it gotta be. You gotta have some personal, some personal buy-in for that shit. Because again, you would have thought that Gucci was on. They was on Gucci payroll or some shit. Like mm-hmm. fuck out of here. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not with none of that. Like, and again, buildings can be rebuilt. People cannot be brought from back, brought back from the dead. And it's like, if you aren't gonna go out there, you can at least support the ones who do. You know what I'm right. saying? The same way that you choosing to vote, they're minding their business or doing whatever it is in their lane. So why don't you mind your business? Because we, again, we all have a place. There's more than like, one way to skin a cat. Hey, hey, more than one way to skin a cat, more than one way to serve, more than one, more, more than one way to organize. We do not have to be linear within our effort, but people want to, we, it's, it's this fixation on boxing this in in one way. And I don't understand that shit. Like of all, as much advancement as we have, why do you want to do things one way? Why wouldn't you want to fight this from all sides? Why wouldn't you want the efforts from every every possible way? Like the babies brought out bought the fucking tickets to the rally um and galvanized that through TikTok. Yeah. And they yeah. Had them up. yeah, they reserved them free tickets where it was like, yo, I'm coming as Mega Man. I'm coming as Captain Commando. Wonder Woman's gonna show up. Shout out to them for not using their real names too, because that could have got ugly fast. Right. Very fast. But, but um, they were able to reach so many people to do that through an app. Yeah. Through an app. That's it. Yeah. And again, that didn't require them to go to the polls. Right. Made, Hello? Made, that nigga shit, made that nigga shit empty. And I mean, you know, Herman Cain showed up. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to slide yeah. on by that, baby. We're going to slide on. I mean, he slid on. Word. That's the kind of thing, but you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, you know, he was a, you know, a smaller turnout than expected and then he died. But no. Um, <laughs> yeah, like there, there are so, 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 so many actions. And like, I see it all the time. And I mean, my, my first protest, like the year that shit was in, 
like the first digit was a one. Like I'm not new to this at all. Um, but I see people come out all the time, especially, you know, in light of like George Floyd and, and you know, Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery and, you know, too many other names to fucking make a verbal David, graveyard here. David McAtee, am I saying it? Mm. Right. I think so, yeah. But um, so many victims of Black Lives Matter shit and, you know, we talked about this before on the show, but for the first time, there was nowhere else to turn. There wasn't like some big summer blockbuster movie to get excited about. There wasn't like, oh shit, the NBA finals are right around the bend. Uh, you know, there was no, like there was still, yes, the political theater, but even that kind of got put on hold because of the coronavirus shit. Um, but no, like when that news hit the airwaves and when that news hit people's social media feeds, there was nowhere to turn away from it. And one of the things about this particular snapshot in time, when that's the first time that that's been the case. And so a lot of people, you know, didn't quite know which way to hold the hammer necessarily, but they were like, yo, this is fucked up and I want to help make a difference. And, you know, some of those people have kind of returned back to the shadows as life, in their heads anyway, returned to some semblance of normal. But um, it's a lot of people who, like, I saw at day one, you know, here in Portland. uh, And, you know, here we are approaching day 80 and, like, they're still with the movement. Um, yeah, and this isn't you can, going like this country cannot return back to quote unquote normal. It can't. Yeah, like, I mean, this is our new normal. You can you can pretty reliably count on even a leader sort of washing out somewhere around day twenty one, but no, like these folks have kept going. It's been a hot summer for the fucking you know for for the <laughs> leaders. Like it's it's been pressure on in extra a whole summer. Like they they don't get to take that vacation. They don't get to like and if they do like they gonna know that people was out in the streets making noise, making a difference. You know, we got the the Moms United for Black Lives out here. We got, you know, the dad block came up and supported. Come on. Um, we had, you know, the like the, the Marine block came and showed out. You know, the snack block came and showed out. The uh, fucking bike block came. Like, we just got so many different, like, groups of people some of whom had been organizing for some time and some of whom like grew out of the ashes of what's going on here. Um, in particular with the use of the tear gas, which is weird because this is a city that when it snows, they don't ice, they don't salt the roads because they don't want to fuck with the water table. But what? what do you, yeah, and it makes sense from a geological standpoint, I get it. Um, Portland's in a weird position uh, with the forest to the west and the mountain to the east and the river to the north and everything else. Um, so Damn, I, I a whole get game, it. Y'all a whole Game of Thrones map. Is that is, is that where um Twilight was filmed? Twilight was filmed in. I know Grimm was filmed here. Um, that old I think that was HBO series, but Twilight was filmed. Uh, yeah, some of it was filmed in Portland. Makes sense. I knew it. I'm thinking in one. I'm thinking of one scene in particular. Dope. That them damn trees. Yeah, yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot of it was. Shit. Like, very little of it was, like, in, like, Portland, comma, Oregon, but, like, in, like, the Portland metro area. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, like, even Beach. on Portland, like, you know, if we're talking about effort and we're, we're talking about fatigue because when we speak of voter apathy, which is what people who have previously voted do not feel like engaging or just don't want to engage in that, we're also talking about people who are on the ground. Like you said, they're still going strong. Mm-hmm. Everybody does not have that momentum and it doesn't make their effort less impactful it's okay for people to say like yo i need I, this is not what i want to do and people don't want to respect that 
people don't yeah. feel like it's something to be respected. And it's like that again is where I keep I'm gonna keep saying it that everybody's role is different. Like everybody's not gonna look the same way. I got I got bad knees, I got a bad back and I hate wearing sneakers. So you're not about to catch me like going downtown at one in the morning. Um that that's a that's a bad move for me. I'm I'm a big bitch. I weigh two hundred and eighty something pounds. Like I like no, I I'm the I'm the worst kind of dead weight to fucking Come on Bianca the stallion. Drag around. No, I'm also six four. I wear it well. But no. Um but yeah, it it's one of where like okay, well that's not gonna be my role. Okay, well what can I do? All right, well I got the CSA box and it gave me a whole bunch of stuff that I know how to cook, but that I don't like making meals for myself out of. So let me make some meals for the protesters. And that's how I got involved in the ways I got involved, just by dropping a hot dish off to, you know, some folks. Not actual hot dish, which is like the Minnesota state food or whatever the fuck. Um or Rod Stewart song. But no. Um mm-hmm. I I would drop you know, hot meals that I made off of CSA, extra shit I had out of a CSA box and stuff I had in my pantry. Um, and then that turned into, hey, uh, help us distribute. And, you know, now, like, you know, we show, we show documentaries uh, once a week. And we don't just show a documentary, but we have affinity groups come through because uh, the city's got a whole bunch of them. And usually we'll, like, we showed the infiltrators last week, for instance. I don't know if y'all are familiar with it, but it's a 2019 documentary about some folks uh, who are undocumented, but knew of means to get deportation stopped. And so they basically got themselves arrested by ICE on purpose so that they could be inside disseminating this information. I didn't know that this was happening, but I learned that it's happening. And I learned ways to support their efforts um, through my own efforts and through community efforts. And we had people who are doing that work here speak on that. Um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we showed Crip Camp and we had somebody who did the editing for that movie um, came to the screening, brand new to Portland, came to that screening. Um, so yeah, do things in your, find out what the youth are doing in your city. Fucking hook up with them. They Yo, don't, call, don't call them stupid like Kamala did. Yeah, like I, you know, I had a debriefing with the, with some of them today and, you know, somebody used the phrase tomorrow's leaders. I'm like, if they're tomorrow's leaders, what did I say about what we just did today? Hello? They're like, leading now. They're, they're today's leaders. Um, so, yeah, I, I want to make it like rock solid and indisputable. Like, if you, if you don't know what to do, find out what the youth are doing and support them support them from behind support them from the shadows be in the, the babies need money to eat yep drink. they need they need safe rides home they need you know like if you have ever organized anything if it's a school play or a group project in school anything any kind of assistance you can provide them some kind of wise counsel right because they're, they're leading they're going to lead the thing they're going to lead the demonstration they're going to lead the voter registration efforts. They're going to lead the marches in the streets. Let them lead the marches in the streets. But if you, if you know people who ride motorcycles, talk to the motorcycle po- to the motorcycle folks and be like, hey, y'all mind blocking routes for these kids You know, on Saturday? They're doing a little march through a neighborhood. You know, it starts at two. They're going to probably take off at three. Um, yeah, just help block the route off so that, you know, people don't hit them with their cars or nothing like that. Make a difference. Find a way. 
There's, there's so many ways to... We got like 18 credible fucking attempted vehicle assaults up this way. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's always... There's so way. many ways you could be here for other than yelling at people on the internet. Is what and we that's got, the so. bottom fucking line, dog. That's the bottom line. You could... <laughs> we just named, what, about 10 things? So let's backtrack, because I like to summarize things, right? You can help the youth. You can buy supplies. You could feed people. You could give people yes, rides sir. home. Mm-hmm. You could boost events if you cannot attend. You can fund individuals' campaigns who are in need of supplies. You can work the polls if that's what you want to do. You can door knock. If, and I'll, look, mm, let me enter my list. Y'all motherfuckers is so excited about Biden Harris. I'm just not gonna say her name no more. Mm. Motherfucker, door door knock for them, phone bank for them. Stop yelling at people on the internet and actually call people who are interested in hearing what the hell you have to say instead of yelling into a black wall that is the bird because you want to feel superior. And I also you need to unpack why you need to feel superior over strangers. You do. You need to figure that out. So if you're not involved in therapy. I think that you should work that out and seek that if you have access to it. Better help is also very affordable if you don't, if you can't use, um, what's the other one? Orange and, Jeremy, what's the one you always tweet in? Uh, Talk space oh, is available. Use promo space. code READ. Okay. You and his promo code. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris and the kid, if you're ready to hook up with me, because I but yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just like if we're if we're talking about community involvement, fancy words, civic engagement. There are so many avenues, and there's so many ways to channel your energy so that you can say like, "Hey, this is not the thing that I want to do," or "Hey, if you don't want to do this here, there are like." I would say the city of Atlanta, the state of Georgia, has so many nonprofits. Shit, yes. you don't even have to be affiliated with somebody. Like Bianca said, they went on the weekends and they started feeding the homeless. You can fucking do that. You can do drives. I participated in plenty of people's independent drives. Uh, you can do, if you need to look up something, hashtag lunch bag is a campaign. Um, also, it's COVID, so please be mindful about being close to people. Um, mm-hmm. Right, still be safe. Yeah. Um, again, you don't have to get out of your house to do shit like we have the internet. Beyonce gave us internet, so let's use it. Yeah. There's so many avenues and things you could be helpful um, instead of yelling at people. Someone doesn't... uh, Let me be specific. A black person doesn't want to vote? Okay. Well, instead of yelling at them, be like, okay, I meet you where you are. I present my case. You still feel how you feel? As a black person, I for goddamn sure understand because even though I'm participating in the system, I understand it's trash. Well, are there other things that you are doing that matter outside of voting? If the answer is yes, then what the hell are you arguing about? If it's no, present them with some ways that they can be helpful that matter, like we have listed, that make an immediate impact and help that you can't get from a goddamn ballot and show them how to be helpful. You could do so much other than arguing and yelling and shaming at people. Black people exactly. specifically. Exactly. Like, and yeah, be a resource. Be be useful. Be make good trouble. You know, fuck if we're gonna take it that far. Like 
Because I'll, t- I'll tell you one motherfucking thing. If you can be, if you can be helpful for these politicians, you forgot that can be helpful for your community. I'll tell you that right. motherfucking much. Amen to that. I was okay. Let me give another way niggas can help. Right when you barriers, I had to do a project for my. It's essentially like my thesis, like my capstone for my grad program, and I had to conduct an evaluation tool. I'm not going to get into all the methodology. Come through capstone. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, so I went to this small school in Metro Atlanta. Um, I have to look up the damn name because I always fuck this up. Is but it Pidea school? It's elementary school. Okay, no, I wasn't Pidea then. Um, but basically, what I found out while I was just building rapport with the staff, because I had an um, interview of various administrative staff, is that there were not a lot of, there weren't any, let me be clear, um, black, te- black male teachers that were instructors. There was a PE teacher, and that was it. Besides that, the janitor. And there, the project was centered around um, this style of discipline that public education utilizes and evaluating its effectiveness and lack thereof. Of course, it wasn't effective. We'll talk about that another day. Um, but most of the children who were on that line were Black males. And I really wanted to get people together who were interested in the metro Atlanta area to go and to volunteer, to mentor, to help um, students with studying, to just be a positive impact for an hour a day. Like me and the PT were coordinating. So a lot of life happened with me. So it, I kind of fell off from that. But it's always in the back of my mind. Like there are things like that where you don't have to be um, involved in such a serious way where sometimes people want to like, or with the official group and you can still do so much but people act like it is this complex thing or again the niggas who are yelling at the top of their motherfucking lungs be the main ones who don't be doing nothing sitting on their ass i'll be asking people like okay so when's the last time you volunteered what's the last cause you donated to what's something that you're passionate about like to me i always have a group in the back of my pocket that i can tell people about crisis experience and homelessness is my jam you want to talk about resources in Atlanta? I'm your motherfucking girl. I will tell you who's having what breakfast, who's washing feet, who's washing clothes, where you can get your mailbox signs, who's giving out rental assistance, who's doing what program, what things are eligible for, where you need to go, how do you get your letter? Like, that is my shit. Because Listen. we also have a lot of persons in Atlanta who are experiencing homelessness, a lot of black people, a lot of black men, and a lot of black women, and there are not a lot of places for black women to go. So that's my thing, right? I'm passionate about a lot of things, but when it comes to persons experiencing homelessness, that's in my that's in my back pocket at all times, and I can be civically engaged in a formal sense and in the informal sense, and just like again, I said I'm an advocate first in doing that. Anybody in Atlanta want to serve the homeless? Every Sunday morning at First Presbyterian Church of Atlanta, you can go at five o'clock in the morning and serve homeless persons experiencing homelessness. We they we give them a hot meal. If they need other additional resources, such as getting martyr cards or signing up with a mailbox so they can get their benefits, they can go there. Like, I used to work with them. I still volunteer with them. If you are ever looking to volunteer at a women's shelter, they always take volunteers during the day. Like, there's shit that you can do. I'm a resource queen when it comes to that because that's my shit, again. But you also will never see me yelling at people for exercising their right to do what the fuck they want to do. 
Yep. This is, hey, you want you want to do this? Great. If you don't want to do it, I did my part. I share it with you what all is going on and you can make the decision you need to make. But my work is done. Like as far as, yeah, like being a resource, right? Like, I mean, that work is never done. Cause I mean, you always, you know, necessarily tapped in and plugged in and want to be able to help, you know, in the ways that people need it in whatever moment they're standing in. But yeah, if somebody's just being combative and standoffish and just kind of boorish about the state of the world right now, like, Ain't but so much rehabilitation you're going to be able to do just as an individual. You just got to let that person breathe. Like we've been saying throughout the show, it's kind of a theme. Might be the show title, Meet People Where They Are. I like that. I'm here um, for it. Oh, I'd already wrote down it. business, Bob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say, me, might be, uh, Meet People Where They Are might be, might be too long, but it might be the first things we say in the damn show description. But uh, I'm going to put it down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get to people's level and work on it. And again, like this is kind of a trivial thing to bring up um, here in the last minute, but a lot of these niggas ain't in the same city as y'all on Twitter. So all of the yelling and belly aching and back and forth, and you're not going to reach the common ground anyway. Now here, I get like, you might be, Hey, like this city might be able to shift if you, you know, whatever, whatever. But if somebody don't get in somebody's ear who might actually contribute to the damn shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we could take this one from red to blue. All right, um, you you don't want to do that? Mm, like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, it it's a worthy fucking thing because you know we we know who the enemy is in this whole situation. Um, we don't say his name. We don't. It's been a while since we talked about anything he did on the show because I I made the decision the week he won the election. Uh, Jeremy and I was talking and I was like, look, I don't want this to be a show that, I think it was when he got inaugurated. I was like, I don't want this to be a show where we just spend all our time basically trauma bonding over not liking the decisions Trump makes. Mm Mm-hmm, because the pops were here before his stupid ass. Also that, but yeah, mainly it was just like, nah, I don't want to, like, that's just, like, I want to do a fun podcast or at least an informative one. I don't want to just bellyache over the state of the world like i you know i got my therapist for that um right hello and we can and we can talk about bullshit in the world yes but like i don't want this to like i never wanted for this to devolve into a show where like all we did was sulk and brood and be negative about shit that's going on that was never us anyway yeah um, now if that's if that's the world giving us we'll try to you know we'll try to make macaroni out of it but like hey what you know but, uh, <laughs> well done but, well, but yeah, no. On the on the whole, we we want this. We we want y'all to come back to the show because it's fun, you know. And yeah, yeah. This was this was more informational. This was more like I mean, there's a little bit of finger wagging happening, but um, in the opposite also, direction though, right? Right. I, I was just say you niggas kind of need it. Like it's justified. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you you niggas really need it because you niggas have been doing a lot. Yeah, but we are actually recording during uh, day one of the Democratic National Convention. Um, I've just been taking kind of cursory looks at the Twitter feed here and there, and people seem impressed by it so far. So, like, shout out to them. Um, you know, here's to hoping that we can end the orange reign of terror. But again, the shit don't stop on January 20th of 2021, whoever we are either inaugurating or readmitting to the office. Um, the I need for niggas fight to against white supremacy to not begin and end at Trump. Right. 
I mean, I need I some of you niggas. I galvanize that shit, dog. I really want to see this bitch burn in two weeks. If we being honest. Yeah, Same. Like, I need I need some of you niggas to hate Trump a little bit more too. Like, I, like I'm gonna say that, like in 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 my quote unquote critique of what people are doing and not doing. I need some of y'all to hate Trump a little bit more. But as a whole, like we we gonna we gonna be all right. We gonna be straight. Like, let's do what we came to do. We know who the motherfucking enemy is, um, and we know that our work does not stop. Uh, in November while we just wait for January to arrive and then just go back to doing nothing. We still got a lot to do. Because honestly, I'm going to be real with you. The way I put it like this, the way in which the conversation using that very loosely has been, it damn sure feels like a lot of people's, like I said, their fight against white supremacy begins and ends at Trump. And while I get what you mean, Bianca, saying we know who the enemy is, ultimately the enemy is white supremacy, like in totality. Yes. Like, this, yes. like Trump is a big footnote. Do not get me wrong. And this is not a podcast where we minimalize like how trash he is. Don't get that twisted. Right. But we at the don't same talk time, about him a whole lot, but we know. We but we still that. know like he is still just like a tool of white supremacy. He a big ass tool. He a big stupid ass goddamn tool. But ultimately, he still is a tool of white supremacy. And that right. is like the true, true enemy. Like Trump is the enemy, but also like white supremacy. Like is right. like the main like big bad guy. Right. And that's that's that, the big motherfucker we got to knock off. That's but. the big joke. That's the, you know what? Trump is the little joker. White supremacy is the big joker. Boom. There it is. Boom. And like, boom. and the big, like you can't, that's, that's, that is why you have to, allow people to criticize Joe. You have to allow yep. people to criticize Kamala. You have to allow people to criticize Democrats. You have to allow people to not accept just scraps because look who is in opposition. We know who the opposition is. We know that. These niggas can still get this. These niggas still can and should get this work. Yep. Like we can't, you can't allow Trump to be the end all be all if your goal is truly to get with a white supremacy, which should be all of our goals, because I mean, we knock that shit out. We can knock all these other isms and obics and you know things because they all cousins. Like yeah, that, a lot that, of those could fall at that point. A, 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 a pretty much the whole damn board, pretty much. Hello. Pretty much. So I need I need niggas to like like also like fuck trump but also like fuck white supremacy as a totality staff record label and as a crew and a system a little bit and more if you're down with I'm, that fuck you too correct correct um, and also i need niggas to stop acting like black people have the weight on the world like to carry freedom and liberation on yeah, our back we, we, we are 13.4 percent yeah. of the u.s population hispanic or latinos are 18.5 percent Asians are 5.9% and white alone is 76.3%. American Indians are 1.3. When biracials are 2.8. So some of those numbers. Thank you, Tim. You're so welcome. I love a link. I I send the census data. If anybody wants to verify my numbers, because I can read, um, you can just type in census.gov backslash quick facts fact table, but I'll send them the link in the little chat. But you literally can just type in US. Black American population, and it should be one of the first things that comes up. 
I love census data. If you ever want to learn the demographics of your region, how many black people really are around you, how many Hispanics that are do not identify, that do identify as white or Afro-Latino, that's something that's not here. But that's also when we talk about campaigns, and that's another rant where we're black voters are the only voters, and like they don't even pander Asian or Latinx voters the same way that they do us, and right. they, they should because you might have a more increased voter, voter turnout. There are people, this is, this is my little last tip, but there are people who do want to vote that you could be spending your time positively engaging with and bridging the gap because there might be some language barriers, especially when it comes to legalese, that you could be an advocate for to make sure that they get the proper documentation in a written language that is grammatically correct so they can show up to the polls versus being not on people who choose not to, to participate. You know, this food for thought. But again, niggas, you know, like I said, like, I'm here to liberate the Blacks, the niggers, the Negroes, whatever word I want to call all of us today. And that's my choice. And I believe that, you know, whether we want to burn it down, because I'm all for that, I really do want to throw, like, a cocktail in a building one time. Just, <laughs> just YOLO. I just really do like just one time. I just want to just shoot that shit like a free throw. I mean, a bitch is gonna be. Um, I'm from I'm from the DMV. I'm from Virginia, and I'm gonna have my motherfucking ski mask on and all my all black bitch. I ain't gonna see my face, but I do. Hey, like the that. So, like that. Oh, oh. You, you from you from the DMV? Mm-hmm. Word. I got a question for you. Yes. Is Waldorf far? Yes. Far shit, Mo. Far as fucking shit. I don't even who who um. Who's asking? They trying to travel? They trying to go I'm, on a day trip? I'm always asking uh, area folk if Waldorf is as far as, as they it's say it. It's fucking far. You're literally going to Baltimore, dog. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn near another direction. Because, like, like, I don't think Woodbridge is even as far as... That's why I'm prime. Woodbridge is not as far as water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Prince County, think... Shawty, I'm a suburb, bitch. Gang, gang. <laughs> I just think Waldorf feels far because, like, there's a point where, like, you pass that last mile. You can't fly to, to like Waldorf, okay? You can't fly yeah. to Woodbridge. You can fly yeah, to Waldorf. I, I was literally about to talk about Waldorf Airlines. <laughs> that a bitch can get up. You can get a flight there, okay? I Ain't no flight in Manassas. Ain't mm. no flight in Prince William. But, nah, yeah, it's, uh, like I said, I mean, and that's also, too, like, I'm ready to hit on some light shit. I'm ready for these HBCU confessions. I think we talked about some good content. Yeah, what's the one to the north? Gaithersburg? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gaithersburg to yes. know what? Bowie to the east? Yes. So, right, yeah. Bowie so to the east. You got Bowie, Hyattsville, um, General PG County, then you got Gaithersburg, MoCo, and then them other counties I don't really know too much about. It was, it was one place that was like really, really country. All right, so Ty, I gotta scold you now for not saying that these Bamas is lunching like shit when it comes to this voting shit, Mo. Wow, um, I do not. Wow. It be honestly, wow. I've gotten a little country. I'm a Georgia piece. I just got my Georgia license after being here for five years last week. Oh, I so you try like slipping on the lingo, Mo? What? What? Wow, you really gonna play my face? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing, but no, for real. Ooh, I, if like, I get mad, it'll come out. If I get mad, you'll definitely hear it. Like, I... That's Jeremy fucking, yesterday. I'm sure I sounded like that shit when I called him. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. I fucking adore DC folks. Like, I only been once, um, but I got a lot of friends. Like I, I, like, I went to school. In, I, you know, I grew up in New Orleans. You know, Xavier and Dillard. You know, we had a lot Nola, of baby. Um, Can you make me some gumbo? 
always. Um, gumbo, some red beans, some, some, some crawfish etouffee. You want some... Uh, I want it all. I like to eat. You got it. But no. Um, yeah, no. Like So yeah, Xavier Dillard had a lot of uh, DMV folks. Then I went to college in Atlanta. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, but also met a lot of DMV folks there. Um, Aren't we amazing? Yo, like, I, I fucking love y'all niggas, man. Like, we for got real. the baddest bitches in the land, okay? By bitches, I like, mean everybody. Like, ain't, one, you ain't like, sleeping on of, nobody from where I'm from. <laughs> I, I know people say they have beautiful people. Fuck out of here. I went, I went to school, and I've been around some beautiful motherfuckers my whole life. Yeah, Shout out of, to y'all. Of, yeah, one of the folks I do a lot of DJ gigs with is Aria folks. So I'm where he from? Who, where is, what's their name? What's their name? Uh, so they go by Carlos the Rollerblader out here. Um and Carlos is from, I don't want to get this wrong, but Carlos has family in both Maryland and Virginia. I don't know that name, but I'm going to look it up. Um, yeah, no, Carlos is fun as shit. Like, we've been doing DJ stuff for, like, D- Carlos broke me into DJing, actually. Um, okay. And yeah, they, uh, you know, do dope things. Shout out to them. Um, Shout out to them. But uh, yeah, no, speaking of DMV shit, uh, they just elected, or they just appointed, they just hired. Uh, former NFL running back, uh, what's his brother's name? Jason Wright, I believe. Jason Wright, that is correct. Mm-hmm. I was, about, I kept wanting to call him Chris. Shout Wright. out to the Washington football team. <laughs> hey. That's the shadiest shit. That, that old Bama ass name, mo. Like you know. <laughs> you are gonna stop playing in my face. You you know the niggas gotta be feet and put a new name together quick. All I'm mothers. listen. All mothers. Listen. All mothers. All mothers. <laughs> Let's, you'll get you'll hear a slim every day. I'm, My nigga I'm call me over slim. I'll enter this show before I learn this about you because we could have been. You about like, to? You really trying me? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, like, I'm not about to do it no more because we are hour in now. But no, uh, shout out to them for hiring uh, the first uh, black president of an NFL team. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And remember, we were qualified before they hired his ass, but finally, you know, we in the room. Right, because he was he was a players rep before he worked at the you know the NFL union, um, which sometimes is a barrier actually for those guys because it's always looked at as oh you were you were really chummy with the players almost in opposition to the ownership um, and the team president basically is the ownership's fucking like when you don't have a Jerry Jones situation where like that motherfucker just does everything like the team president is pulling all the strings so to speak so. For them to pull somebody out of the, you know, who's former member, not former union member, because he's, you know, once a member, always a member, but, you know, he was in that union and got hired for this position. Um, so, yeah, shout out to him. Uh, this is this is one of those things that, like, it's weird that it's a first, right, still in 2020, um, because, you know, there have been black general managers, there have been, you know, obviously black coaches, uh, black coach slash GMs who kind of got to make both decisions. Um, but yeah, like the officer president, like that is, that you fun. know, owning an NFL team, like is expensive, right? I think the next one that, the next one that sells is going to go for multiple billion because NBA teams are going for that now. And NBA teams used to go for like 300 M's, you know, as recently as 10 years ago. Um, so yeah, he, uh, he ascended, you know, fast by all accounts. Like his playing career ended like less than two decades ago. Like he's a he's a young dude. Yeah, he's thirty eight. Yeah, he got this position right. And I'm like I'm thirty six. Like I'm right there. And you know, I'm just 
Anyway, um, I don't compare myself to others, but uh, you're doing amazing, Bianca. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, I'm working hard and doing my best, but I'm always tired. Listen, uh, uh, listen. A bitch is tired. It me. I'm a bitch. Um, <laughs> but speaking of, we have been going on for a while. We are going to take a break real quick. We are going to pay some bills. Then we're gonna come up and laugh about some people who are also tired and stupid in these confessions, and then wrap up the show. Oh boy. Hey, this is Bree of Mama Meets World. Every two weeks, my show is live. It's a safe and special place for Black mothers and the people who love us. So for more about the Black motherhood experience, make sure you subscribe to my show. I'm sure you'll love it. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With 5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And I don't know what to do. I guess I gotta keep two of my and we're back to close out the show with some HBCU fashions. Um, we really hope y'all enjoyed the first half of this uh, podcast. Um, this was this was fun. This was exciting, you know, topically relevant and also hopefully useful to a lot of people. Um, not yes. that we think that y'all are like gutter sucking trash who don't know how to fucking hold a hammer or get involved civically, but you know, just kind of a re- reignite that spark, so to speak. You know that that get out and go. Call you motivated. Yeah. Vote so, or die without the die. Without, yeah, exactly. Like, vote yes. and let's do some other shit, too. Like, to help make a difference in people's lives in tangible ways. But HBCU Fashion Time is, you know, the, the C and the U is for college and university. And as we all know, that's a great time to make bad decisions. And we're going to hear from Jeremy about some bad decisions that people make. And we're going to laugh and or dispense advice of variable quality to them. Let's go. Yeah. More so, honestly, to laugh at the mess to be honest um but if y'all if this is your first time listening you know i read these things as is so good to hell look everybody with that um so let's let's see where do i want to start where do i want let's start with our favorite school all right (laughs) let's start with our favorite school (laughs) okay Me and Shorty was having sex, and she had that ass right. She was licking my gooch, but then ate my ass, and I was liking it. So after she done, I ate her pussy, then her ass. But while I was eating, Shorty sharted on my face. But I kept eating because it tasted good. Fam, you. (laughs) Y'all can't see. Y'all can't see it, but Ty's face in the call. Her fucking mouth dropped. 
Ty has lit up. It is. It's time. Ty had to roll. Ty had to get a blood for that shit. Yo, that man, that man said she shot. No, y'all nasty. I knew I was nasty in 2010 when I made my Twitter. Oh my god, everything is funny. This, this but, is, this is, hey. this is. You know what? That's that's poetic. That's you know that's 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 how that's time to come a full circle. Okay, so before we started recording, y'all had disclosed and why I made a Twitter in 2010. I ain't gonna tell y'all. <laughs> they don't even know that. They don't even know that about me. <laughs> the Trust me, the, the, the pregame ain't gonna be on the show. But <laughs> yeah, no, that yeah, we we don't hit record until yeah. <laughs> listen, y'all is nasty, and now listen, I am all for sexual liberation and all That's that. Okay, however, however, motherfucker, shart. What is nigger? Excuse me. I beg your nigger ass pardon. I beg your nigger ass pardon. <laughs> oh he, yeah, when he said shark, I, I I lost all composure. I was yeah, like, I I'm lost it, but then seeing Ty's reaction, that shit made me scream. I love him. Because I put that shit on mute, right? Because you you see what I'm doing? I was like, yo, I ain't trying to ruin what the fuck you got going on. <laughs> listen, you know, listen. Maybe we need to maybe we need to rethink abolishment. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there you abolish these niggas. There you go. We just we just we just need to make sodomy a crime again. That's all. Yes, <laughs> yes. You know what? This is we need you know to bring what? back. We need We're to shaming bring... that young man. We're shaming him for being open in the bedroom because no, it, this this is flying a little too close to the sun. Is what this is. This is like he was like. He, oh, he flew he too close. Something all right. I don't going. know if it was the sun, that, but that that's where I lost my that like. Was <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Next HBC fashion. I had enough, y'all. We've yes. Well done, Ty. Well done. Thank you. Well done. My brain been on it today. It says I had that motherfucking espresso before I got on here. I see. Hey. Stay woke. Shout out to my baby for buying me an espresso machine for my birthday. Cause now a bitch is a barista. Hello. Listen. Next. Next one. <clears throat> My nigga always asking me for booty pics, but I like ass too, and he won't send me his booty pics when I ask because he think it's gay. Should I stop sending him? (laughs) I couldn't even get it out. It's an ass night. (laughs) Ass Monday. All right. All right. Okay. Mama is, should I stop sending him shit until he does it too? TSU. <laughs> Tennessee State. Tennessee State is third on the list. Like we talked about NTA A uh, and T and FAMU being like our favorites. Tennessee State has been wild in this summer. Like yeah. before we didn't hear from them much, but like they've been on one this summer. Yeah. They either been on Flying one or is somebody from FAMU writing that is TSU. Either way. Also possible. Yeah. I told you what them people did, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, well, I do. <laughs> Mama, if you don't go and find you a nigga that will bust it open for you and stop playing with this man. Bust it open. Bust it open, come on. Bust it open, bust it open, bust it open, come on. Bust it open, bust it open, bust it open, come on. Bust it open, bust it open, bust it open, come on. Bust it, bust it, bust it, bust it, bust it.
Listen, listen. Listen, you trying to see Put that go-go in there for him, okay? Put that go-go in there for that young man to encourage him. Listen, listen. You trying to you trying to see that man's wet ass gooch and he think it's gay. That is not the man for you, beloved. You know what I just saw in my head just now? Oh, what? The young man with the shit stain walking through Walmart. Uh, you know what? Let's move on. Let's, let's move on. Let's let, you know what? Let's move on. You give me another ass one, I got your ass. <laughs> Next one. <clears throat> My man ate me out with some orange gel in his mouth as a surprise, and my clip was burned. <laughs> Ty's reaction is killing me. Okay, let me start over. Let me get it out. Hold on, let me get it out. <laughs> my man ate me out with some orange gel in his mouth as a surprise, and my clip was burning in all caps. Obviously, I was mad, and I'm seriously considering leaving because says I'm being dramatic. Morgan. <laughs> first of all, that young man needs to be under the jail. First of all. What he needs is a better watch. Here's why. Orgel, like... <laughs> Or just great when you have tooth pain, right? Or like your gums bothering you, whatever. Swap that shit on your way five minutes and you, you don't feel nothing. Like your tongue run, run over that tooth or that gum or whatever and it's like it skipped over it, basically. Or gel was fucking potent. Like I fucked with Orgel a long way because I had battle toothaches every once in a while. Like it's been a while, but it sounds like this nigga like still had the cap on the Orgel and was like, oh, had the cap off the Orgel and was like, yeah. <laughs> so yes, naturally he fucking hurt her in uh, Mama said her clit was burning in all caps. Oh shit, bitch. <laughs> the fuck? Baby, why the fuck would you put that on your on your vulva? He's well Nigga, next, next time gargle peroxide and do that shit. What the fuck? On your like, Libya. I know you had a yeast infection from him. She, mm. she, well, to be fair, she, she it seems like she didn't know this nigga was going to do it. She said he did it as He a did surprise. it without her consent. Right. Yeah, that's the worst which, part. Which clearly mm. also means he didn't know what the hell he was doing. Again, yeah, like that nigga we, probably hyped that shit the fuck up. Oh, baby, I got that icy hot. I got, I got, I got that aura gel. I'm a. It's gonna be like a dental dam. And then what why the, did why did young man thought aura gel was for his mouth for the clip? Why did why did Gucci so icy pop in my head once I said that? Oh my. Uh, Next one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ty. Like you, friend, okay. friend of the show, immediately picked up on when Jeremy needs to be stopped. You wow. wow. I know what Jer- Jeremy needs to be banned from the bird, but you know. Wow. Just- wow. <laughs> wow. It be your own. It be your own nigga. Boy, I'm I'm Listen, the next time you wild the fuck out, I know it's gonna be for the week is over. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. It might be before the night is over. <laughs> The, I'm gonna get off the nah, cause I'm getting off the, t- the birds and I'm going to bed. Wow! The next time I see it, let me just let me just subscribe to your seat. Well, let, yeah, let me let me yeah, I'm gonna be on a watch out because I know he ain't going right to sleep. And if you start wilding, I'm gonna just tag you on him. Thank mm. you. Mm, mm, Thank mm, you, friends. Mm, mm. It be your own friends. Mm. Next one. <clears throat> what about My, your friends? <laughs> hilarious. 
My girl real mad at me because I was one hour late picking her up from work because I had Taco Bell shits. She don't believe me, but I still want to make it up to her. Hampton. Sound like you got to go on a Taco Bell date and show what you about when you knock off a quesarito and... Well, first of all, your first mistake was work was eating that Taco Bell. Talking about your phone didn't work while you were shitting. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like, you could send a text like, hey, babe. So, like, you know when Nigga, we... You what, know, what, was you, what was you doing instead? Was you playing uh, you Fortnite? I mean, some, sometimes you can have them runs that make you cry. Oh, no. I Like, listen, I've been there recently, but... um. Yeah, like one like one bad sweet and sour piece of chicken and I, I can relate. However, nigga, you could send a text. You could send it like, babe, I'm gonna be a little late. Taco Bell. Like all you have to do is say you ate Taco Bell. She was going to understand, I guarantee you. This was Damn, I listen, like the upset stomach is a fucking that's a decent lie, because it's like, you know It's hella believable. Right. Like I don't this know. Why, I, this is why niggas I, I, are stupid. I'm gonna go ahead and actually like I'm going despite my you know, I'm not interested, obviously. I don't give a fuck about what men do and anything. But I I'm gonna go ahead and say, yeah, he was eating Taco Bell and it did what Taco Bell do. Um just say that. Just just say that. You know, use like, your words. I got like, education and key footer come in. I can't that, tell you how many again, places Tyler. I've been where I'm just... Communication is key. Come on. <laughs> come on. You better come on with vocals. Oh, vocals. We don't sing on this show. No, we because don't sing I, show I, 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 I sound sing. like Blue from The Temptations, so... Let me hear it. Sing a note. Say key. No, thanks. Um, no. I'm, I'm a pass. <laughs> just take my word for it. I Listen, I, I DJ, I drum, I don't sing, I don't dance. Yeah. Drummers can sing, okay? This, this drummer can't. Y'all came to a podcast to get it to be be informed and laugh. Y'all didn't come to a podcast to listen to like amateur Earth Wind and Fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but you're right though. All right, next one. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga sound like a hater, but I'm gonna read it. All my girl do is smoke. I feel like a bitch ass nigga for complaining, but for real, for real, it's starting to feel like I don't know her no more. Yes, I read that all as is. All she do is sit on the couch and eat. DSU. Come on, that word fate. No, right? Mm, right. Nick, it sounds like you a hater, young man. I don't see what's It the ain't problem shit to do in Delaware. It's so a fucking complaining for. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, the call is coming from inside the house. Not and yeah, and I get it if like maybe this young man either don't have the tolerance for weed, like as on a personal level, like you know he's smoking and he had, he hit the blunt once and you saw wilding, or maybe like you know a job consideration or something like that. But nigga, don't don't go taking don't go taking it out on your girl because she liked to smoke and that shit brings her a level of happiness. Like you no, he should have. Um, super fishing. Like that young man playing that date out. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> and they play Connect Four after? Exactly. No food involved. They just fish for their dinner. But she won't be hot in. <laughs> you get on my damn nerve. I'm just thinking uh, about creative. I mean, facts, though. Facts. Listen, young man, listen, listen. As long as her smoking weed is not 
interfering with her sucking your dick, I don't understand what you're complaining about. It sounds like you don't deserve that no more. I, honestly, it sounds like you couldn't into her happiness to be perfectly goddamn honest. I'm just saying. Um, next one. So I would never be in an open relationship, but I would most likely fuck with a girl in an open relationship. Does that make me a hypocrite? NSU. No. No. Come on, no. Little um, <laughs> I I am um you know I'm in a city where it seems like everybody's in an open relationship, but also with everybody else. Uh, and I'm just kind of like the cheese that stands alone in the, at the end of the song. Um, but I think, yeah, in in the as long as your boundaries are good, right? I'm giving the actual answer on this one. As long as your boundaries are good and you are comfortable, content, okay with one, what your role is going to be, but then also like understanding the very tenuous nature of it and how like non-committal it's going to be for you as a result. It's not hypocritical at all. Um, at all. You don't you don't have to desire that for yourself to be be a part of it. Um Why is right out of my mouth, babe. <laughs> Why he but, gotta want that for himself to participate in a little fun fun? You don't. I mean, this niggas who claim they're monogamous and cheat. You just you that, just well, that. That, well, let's if we're gonna get to the root. <laughs> like you you kind of doing that in the inverse. And again, like my whole thing is like know yourself right and then know the dynamic that you're getting into like you're not gonna be her one and only um and, and that's okay and you can't you can't vie for that you can't be like but the dick is good right and think that that's just gonna be like no. all right you know okay i'm reconsidering uh this person as part of my yeah it's only you not like don't don't count on dickmatizing this person because their ability to function in an open relationship predicates on the fact that they understand that, you know, they get different needs and wants out of different people. Or even think that that's possible because maybe mm. he has this notion in his mind. Maybe. We're assuming a lot right now. But... That's what we do on the show. We assume we judge. Okay. okay. Well, at least in this, in, in this section we do. Yeah. You know, well, assuming the young man even has his apprehensions because of those reasons where he thinks he's got that, that bomb big. Right, like just, just enjoy it for what it is, and on top of that, like you said, Bianca, he does say, um, you just have to want that for him so to just be a participant, just be safe, you know. Yes. Because where they where, he, where they said it was at Hampton. Uh. Yes. Okay. Virginia school is popping up, but mom. <laughs> All right. This is the last one. We're gonna get up out of here. <clears throat> My this one girl who dubbed me tried to mess with me. So we had sex once. I stole her makeup and ditched her at an expensive restaurant 45 minutes away. Am I in the wrong NCCU? First off, congratulations, your school ain't make the cut. But second, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What is this shit? What in the taker's hell is this? Nigga, what? Nigger, what? First of all, what, nigga, you, t- for, okay, so. NCCU was in Durham, North Carolina. 
you probably, you don't got to drive that far to be like, oh, but you drove 45 minutes, so you took them somewhere and left them there. Stole her makeup. Sir, what the fuck are you doing with her fancy? Maybe it was a woman. Why would you, why, maybe it was a woman. And she, I, that sounds like, you know what, that's just a vindictive person. Yeah, yeah. like, the, the, abolish niggas. Amen to that. Abolish niggas and niggas is being gender inclusive because we don't know it could have been woman on woman on, on a woman doing this. I'm just trying woman. to think as to who would like I don't be understanding that. I wish I had that type of bone sometimes. Like you drove yeah. 45, 45 whole American minutes to drop them mean, off because you gotta drive that back. Right. I don't, I don't even know it's 45 minutes away from uh Durham to be honest. Right, you left them in a sundown town. <laughs> right, we and we. Oh man, that is oh, really man. nigga. Oh, in this economy, oh, but you, I don't. Mm, I, mm, we we might they that person might need to have to put a root on you or something. Cause I'll be bad. As hell. <laughs> I'll be. I would have been my Uber up to their fucking house. Uh, right, like it, it would have been. Right. Listen, you, take you it back. To, scene. Right, listen, take it back to old Twitter. Head, fade in the shade or something. Listen, you, you <laughs> we, we got I mean, fight. You are very shady. <laughs> we got the fight or something. God damn, forty-five minutes, nigga. Then you stole my makeup. Do you know how much Fenty cost? Listen, do you know how much this foundation costs, nigga? <laughs> you Two Face Anastasia. Listen, 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 it is the, listen, it's the principal, it's the principality, Smokey. It's the principalities. Like, <clears throat> you can just be like, you know what, this person wasn't feeling me at one point, but then they still wanted to hit and just took like the proverbial L and just left it alone. No, you wanted revenge. You, you did some Tyler Perry villain ass shit. Ashtray, bitch. The- <laughs> Like rob that lady. Oh my like, god, they're robbers. Listen, mm-hmm. like, are we sure this ain't acrimony? <laughs> I still want to know how Taraji got on that fucking boat. Please. Have a good night. Too too far? Okay, cool. All right. Well, that is it for the HBCU fashions, and that is it for this episode. It's been a very long one. Um, but we hope you enjoy it. Uh, we hope you um, got some information, some helpful information. Um, we first of all, Ty, thank you so much for joining us, taking time out thank of your you day. Thank you for having me. I know I bullied you into putting me on your show, but thank um, you. For I was bullying I was, works. I was so excited to have you on, um, and I feel like I feel like it was important for. You know, because I mean, you know, I've been doing this shit six years with Bianca, but you know, I ain't nobody. And you know, if any any way I can help one of my friends who I know is like out here actually doing the work, um, instead of just yelling at people, if I can do anything to help and amplify your voice, I feel like it was the least that I could do. And I'm so thankful and happy that you was on. So we enjoyed having you. I hope that some of the rambling that I did was helpful. I'm happy you had me. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> follow Ty. Um, follow Ty. Don't don't be weird though. Don't 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 follow my friend if you're gonna be weird. 
because then me and you gonna have a problem. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't really, we yeah, we all gonna have problems because this my new friend. And listen. what's up, baby? PPG. Gang, um, gang, gang, gang. I am taking a little break because I started, you know, my new job and stuff, and I want to be a big girl. Um, so I'll be back on Ladarius gets here. Y'all, I'm getting a son. His name is Ladarius. Okay. Come on, Ladarius. It's a corgi. A corgi named Ladarius. That is black as hell. I love it. Ladarius Jonte Jackson. I endorse this, personally. Um. Thank you. But yeah, so I'll be going until Ladarius gets here because I want everybody to see my son. For sure, for sure. Um, Indeed. Well, yeah, we gonna, I'm going to get the episode edited tonight. Oh, you're quick. Yeah, I, it's, it's not as hard as it seems, to be perfectly honest. Um, but I'm going to get the episode edited tonight. It will be, like, it'll hit overnight. Um, but, yeah, in the morning, like, again, I'll make sure that you uh, get the tag in the initial um, – I can't words right now. Anyway, it'll initial, all be there. Yeah, yes, yeah. It like will be there. Initial posting, you'll see the tag. You can I don't tell people, oh, retweet the show fifty times in a week. I don't do that shit. Like hype it up as much as you want to. Like if you're just like, ah, that was actually kinda of embarrassing. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> then that's your right. But I don't think that's gonna be the case. So yes, please share, share wide. Um Yeah. Tell a friend to tell a friend, tell your cool coworker that you will smoke weed with. Um don't <clears throat> don't tell your 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 hating ass um conservative coworkers we don't need that type of negativity. Thank you so much. Right, um, stream ain't worth it. <laughs> no, uh, hey, d- 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 um, 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 man, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say this as a closing note. Uh, if you listen to this show this week, um, I don't even care if you liked it or not. To be perfectly honest, rate the shit five stars. We got some uh, one star woes in the in the in the mix recently, and unfortunately, I can't reach those people, but I can reach you. So if you listen to this show this week. Uh, go ahead on and pump this shit back up because what platform you prefer your ratings on? All of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. The the, the answer is yes. Them. Apple Podcast, uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, the Podcast app. We're on there also. Uh, Google Play has us. Um, Did y'all see how Google Play turn into YouTube? It it will be yeah. Uh, they're, they're trying to get everybody to move over, and I need to get on it actually. That'll be my, that'll be a longer term project for me. But um, yeah, this will be up. It'll be all the places where you listen to a podcast and tell your folks about us because we're doing good things over here. Indeed. Well, we don't talk long enough. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope you enjoyed this um, long but very um, important episode. Uh, and we hope you learned something so you won't be out here yelling at people and marking um, and just acting and being a fucking fool. So with that, peace. We out. Bye. Baby.